Welcome to Happy Hour at the Box with CrossFit Instinct, talking all things fitness, health, wellness, food, friends, and more. Welcome to another episode. This episode, I am interviewing my lovely husband and business partner, Tim Hahn. He is also a life coach in addition to being a coach at the gym for our athletes. So I wanted to talk with him about life coaching and his journey through becoming a life coach, what it's like, and if he maybe has some things he can share with us. So Tim, thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me, Molly. (laughs) You're welcome. So first thing, what is life coaching? That's a good question. Um, So as you say that, I'm thinking, what is the best answer? Because it's so many things. It's kind of like, what is CrossFit? Um, it's, It's a way to look at your life in a macro way and to get some reflection on where you may be excelling and also where there may be some leaks Um, and so it's a lot of wisdom that you already know and you have but talking to somebody and writing some things down and just getting some of those insights, those aha moments that are always right in front of you, just kind of having a coach help bring that stuff out for you. Not therapy, it's not a therapy thing, it's all about excelling uh, really towards the future and, and looking at goals and systems that you want to put in place to get you to where you wanna be and also looking at some of the blockage that is just holding you back from that. And so when you talk to somebody about it, when you actually put it out there, um, it creates momentum. And you can start to you know, have accountability and gain more and more insight, again, on like what's, what you already know, what's already obvious, but the fact that you actually have a conversation with somebody uh, opens you up to ripen even more to you know being the best that you can be thanks for clarifying that i think a lot of people think a life coach is like a counselor uh, that you would go see and tell your problems to but i think that's a good differentiation is it's more of a goal setting and taking a step back and looking at your life from a different perspective maybe than being first person you're kind of stepping back yeah and looking at it in a different way so Uh, what made you want to become a life coach? What got you interested in this? Um, I think because I was so messed up. Now, <laughs> really what it is, is I've always been obsessed with depth and learning and getting to uh, more and more truths and deeper meanings with life. And so the surface stuff just didn't do it. Uh, so I just got really obsessed with self-help books and spiritual psychology books and just my own personal journey, inward journey of contemplation. And so from that, I realized that I wanted to help other people do the same thing and awaken that kind of inner, that inner light that's in them or, or to kind of stoke the fire 
that is already there, but just to give them some wood and some gasoline to really get fired up with life and also just some clarity to look at, hey, you know, this is, yeah, you're going through this, but, you know, also look at this side of it as well and just painting a different picture because sometimes we get so stuck in one way of viewing things and there's a bunch of ways that you can look at things. And so again, that kind of macro idea of stepping outside of yourself, uh, once you get a taste of that freedom, once you get free of your mind, uh, you almost become obsessed with it. So for me, it was just a matter of, I got a taste of freedom and I wanted to learn more and more every day and then also be able to share that with people. So what did you have to do to become a life coach? Did you have to take a test or go to a certification? Like what, it, what was the process to get this title? Yeah, so the process for me was to take a six month certification online through Southwest Institute of Healing Arts, which is based out of Phoenix. And they put you through um, homework and drills and uh, group sessions, as well as some personal sessions. And they just really try to bring out the um, inner coach in you and get you enough practice um, to be able to do it, uh, first off on yourself and your friends and family, and then to be able to take that education and some of those tools that they've given you and then to put it out into the world. So it was a six month program for that. And I also feel like some of the other things that I've done that weren't necessarily quote unquote life coaching uh, were life coaching, like yoga certifications and different uh, men's intensives and, and different, just being around other therapists and other coaches uh, helped me see how they do it. And so that kind of uh, got me more and more on track. So when you have somebody sign up for a life coaching session, what's a session like with you? Yeah, so it's it, what we typically do is we use this tool called the Wheel of Balance. And it's the best way to do like an introduction to your life and your macro life. The big view, uh, it's this big pie chart and you give yourself a score from 1 to 10 on 8 different categories. And you just, you, you just start to look at those areas in your life that are excelling and maybe you know identifying some reasons that that's excelling um, and then also taking a look at some areas where your score isn't as high and which is totally fine because we're not going to be 10 out of 10 on anything at any point in time but you can also see okay maybe I could um, spend a little bit more time or energy here and bump that up whether it be physical health and or whether it be financial help or even just playing that's sometimes like with clients that we just don't play enough or we don't have enough fun or recreation time and so just being able to look at the total picture in a very simple way very non-intrusive way and then from that point from that first session you can then start to identify some key factors and some some very important areas that you can take that focus and you can take that coach. So it's like looking at somebody's, you know, Fran time and then, you know, deciding, okay, well, do we need to work on the thruster? Do we need to work on the pull-up? Do we need to work on the cardio? Do you need to work on the strength? So, you know, everybody's at a different point in their life constantly. And so you just, you know, wherever you're at, you take a look at it 
And that's probably the hardest part for people is to be a little vulnerable. But once you do that, all the fear is gone and the excitement of, of looking at what you, first off, what you've already done, honoring that, and then also getting excited about where you can go and uh, seeing how just putting a few basic uh, systems in place allow you to build up the habits to change those patterns. So honoring the good stuff and then also uh, really looking at the, the stuff you quote unquote called bad, but really it's not bad, it's just using that motivation to take it into the right direction. So then the follow-up sessions, do you go back and visit that pie chart continuously and rate yourself over and over or just talk about you know what you're doing to improve those spots that maybe aren't quite as highly rated as you'd want? Right. Yeah, so yeah, usually the first session brings about a couple uh, major areas. And so you spend the next few sessions kind of, you know, chopping away at those sections. And it's like an, an onion, how you're just peeling away the layers till you're getting to like the deeper and deeper um, essence of whatever it is. Um, so, you know, usually it starts kind of very uh, simple, like health and, and wellness and getting nutrition on board and, and you know, all those things. And, and then as you kind of peel away the onion, you start to look at, you know, the underlining uh, issues. Sometimes we just have negative self-talk that just really doesn't serve any purpose. It's just a pattern we've had our whole life. Um, or we've got, you know, a, a situation that we can't let go of. So just by looking at how it's affecting other things in our lives and really just being honest with that, it allows you the space in the room to move into deeper areas to create the change. So it starts very, very simple with that wheel of balance and then the next follow-up sessions just, just naturally dive a little bit deeper as, um, you, as you kind of let it. Is there a common theme that you see with your clients that come and see you that you feel like most people are struggling with or do you see major differences in everybody? I think there's major differences. I think personalities are so different that, and everybody's at different stages. So the common thing that I would say is the same thing that I have is the people that come and see me are looking for growth and they're looking for a faster type of growth. I think we're all changing no matter what. We're all, we're all growing in a great positive way. But the sooner that you can get these these blockages or these leakages you know kind of taken care of the quicker that boat moves or or the more fluid things start to move in and out of your life so the common thing is what is people that i see are um, people that are obsessed with getting the most out of life and they're they're humble enough to get support around it they're they're courageous enough because it can kind of has this weird stigma around it um, to go get life coaching, but nobody thinks twice about getting fitness help or go learning a new language or going to learn from a chef how to cook a meal. It's just the same way. So I think the common thing is people are, are at a point in their life where they're ripe for something to uh, change uh, quicker than it has been. What about people who maybe aren't obsessed with that? Like, do you 
want to try to open people up to have more self-growth or do you think it's just a matter of time when these people will get to that point because it seems like you know most people want self-growth but then there's also a lot of people who maybe don't even think about it yeah that's true i think we all well i think we all think about it in the way that we can think about it so some people are focused you know on let's say they're focused on a business other people are focused on a family other people are focused on a religion i think you're right i think it's everybody has a focus where they're looking at things um you know in their own unique way and not everybody necessarily is looking at life and be wanting to be obsessed with getting the most out of it but i think deep down we're all looking for some form of freedom and some form of of growth internally because a deep down i think we all realize that everything is internal every type of part of our life comes from within and whether you're super aware of that um and you've already done a lot of work or you're just starting to nibble at it it's it's all just a great step in the right direction so with fitness if somebody's never done an air squat you don't make them do a thousand air squats uh you start with a couple but if somebody has done the work then you do a certain amount so you just kind of meet people where they're at um so it it really is universal type of work and uh it it is for everybody but i don't think everybody needs to do it that's interesting but yeah i i agree i think everybody does need to do it and um just like i think everybody can benefit from exercise or improving yeah. their nutrition but and there's, there's a, a time and place for that and right. some people just yeah aren't ready for it at the moment yeah and there's a lot of ways to get in shape and there's a lot of ways to do life coaching cuz i think some people can you know go for a weekend workshop and have a profound change other people can walk in nature uh go for a, you know a 30 minute hike and and have uh a dropping of stress that allows them to move forward so it it kind of is it's a tool in the box that people can go for um but there's lots of tools why do you think it's important for crossfitters in particular to look into life coaching or are they in more need of it or more prone to come do some life coaching crossfitters are interesting because they're really into working hard and they go through a lot of pain and pain is a great way of transcending the body a little bit you know we get we get to the point where you're in a workout and you're in what they call the flow like an athlete is in that flow state whether it happens for 3 minutes or 3 seconds or whatever there's that moment where you are completely connected with body and mind and you know whether you realize it or not you know and then the pain comes back and you're back in your body but i think crossfitters are unique in the way that they are open to challenge they're open to growth uh they've 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 been through enough to see benefit from going through that uncomfortableness and getting on the other side uh it's just it's it's a great physical exercise is a great way to uh open up to something deeper so uh it's not necessarily just you know 
CrossFitters are, are, you know, need it or anything, but they're just, because they're already very active and into that, that type of push mentality that for them, they can benefit quite a bit from it because sometimes that push mentality is, is a covering up of something, trying to overdo something, or they're, they're trying to push and they don't know why they can't. And there could be some other factors that could help them. So again, it, it, it's wide range, but CrossFitters are just highly motivated people. It reminds me of the phrase, get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. And yeah. I think that's um, maybe something I, I tend to feel and see that CrossFitters are pretty open, at least at our gym. <laughs> maybe that's who we attract, but to looking internally more and I'm, you know, you get so exposed on the workout and you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So it might be an easier transition for CrossFitters to go into those um, arenas where you don't feel so comfortable because you're like, hey, this is just like yeah. <laughs> killing myself in the gym and it doesn't feel good, but I know it's going to at the end. So yeah. Um, yeah, the ego, the big part with CrossFit is you have to drop the ego. You really have to. I mean, you have to leave it at the door, as they say. But with any type of inner growth, spiritual growth, life coaching growth, whatever you want to call it, right? Just, you know, childhood, being a parent, you really have to sacrifice and you let go of some things. Um, and, and what you realize from that is that you've expanded. What you were fearful of before letting go once you do actually surrender into it, uh, it's exhilarating, it's exciting, and you know when you're ripe enough, when you're ready enough to do that, uh, you see that it's the best thing you've ever done, the best decision you ever made. And it's like every day you show up to do the workout and you're terrified and you don't wanna do it and you start it and you're like, oh, why am I doing this? And by the end of it, you're like, I'm so glad I did that. That happens every single time. And that's an example of how any type of inner growth uh, is like it's like a little nervous but as soon as you do it you're like I'm so glad I did that so speaking of that do you have a life coach or have you previously had one what's your experience putting yourself in your clients shoes so they you know they know yeah he's done this too yeah, <laughs> yeah like I said I'm I'm I really am obsessed with it and, and I mean that word just because Molly knows I'm always reading writing or listening to something on this type of, of subject but I have a spiritual coach uh, who I've worked with for a few years now and I've done some workshops uh, some men's workshops I've done uh, yoga certifications I've had a pilgrimage to India that I went went on for two weeks and that was I would say a life coaching uh, life-changing experience um, different um, little seminars here and there, lots of books, uh, really trying to, to kind of further my growth in that area. But really for me now, it's I try to use every single day as an opportunity to, to grow and to learn and to, to be humble and to let go. Uh, I use being a father as another way of life coaching. I've learned so much from that in terms of what's important, uh, how to be more patient, um, how to get more control around emotions. Uh, you know, so 
it starts as one thing and then it bleeds over into all of life. So I definitely have uh, teachers and coaches uh, and I've done 12-step programs uh, with, uh, you know, negative thought patterns and, and uh, you know, childhood wounds and traumas and that was so powerful uh, to try to do that with someone. Um, and that's also a part of the life coaching if people want to do it is to go through the 12-step program. Uh, because it's just a beautiful uh, system that anybody could benefit from. Uh, and it's not necessarily somebody that's alcoholic or into drugs. It's, you know, we're all addicted to some pattern. And uh, the AA system is just it's strong, strong medicine. So, yes, I do, to answer that question. <laughs> is there a simple exercise for people listening to explain Explore this on their own that they can do to take a look at themselves and their life and um, maybe see how to make some improvements or where to make some improvements or just any little exercise that you have for us? Yeah, my most recent thing is a friend of mine gave me a book called The Art of Contemplation. And contemplation is something that it's basically like awareness and awareness is something that anybody can do at any point in time uh, you don't need to even know how to do it you, you already do it uh, what what it is is a matter of first pausing you have to find time in your day to pause whether that is um, sitting at a red light whether that is first 10 minutes in the morning or a quick you know, lunch break where you're just by yourself, but uh, closing your eyes, breathing, doing some meditation or some prayer or whatever it is, just getting really quiet and pausing for a moment. And then the contemplation can be on anything. You can think about uh, a, a negative emotion that you're having or dealing with. You can look at something very positive, something that's uplifting, but just starting to connect to the to whatever is going on inside you. And the more you do that, the more space you create around that, the more objectively you can look at it. And then you can learn how to take that, whatever it is, and use it for fuel in the right direction. So, you know, if I'm dealing with a negative emotion uh, or I've got, you know, I've got some anger uh, over somebody, the more I sit with it and create space, the less stranglehold it has over me. And I can start to breathe into it. I can start to feel it. And I can use that anger as a teacher uh, to develop, develop more compassion, to develop more understanding, uh, to develop more not knowing. I think when you don't know, you've created space. Every time we, have, we know something, we've closed the container on it. And there's no room for any type of change. So just pausing, contemplating, that right there alone is a secret that anybody can use at any point in time. And um, that can be really powerful. And, and as you do it, it's, it becomes stronger and stronger because it just gets easier. I love that. I think that's a good tip because I think so many of us, and I find myself even like this on some days out of the week where it's the second you wake up, you're going, 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 going until you know, it's bedtime and you haven't made any time for yourself to just sit and 
sit with yourself, even like you said, if it is just for a few minutes, even in the car, you know, you're listening to something or talking to somebody. And um, I think being intentional to take that time every day could be a big deal for a lot of people. So thanks for sharing yeah. that. And one more thing on that is you don't always have to contemplate something negative or that's the cool thing is, is just listening to the birds, just breathing in and feeling the wind on your face. That opens you up to this childlike idea of how life is a mystery and, and the world we live in, there's so much magic that happens all around us that we just don't we just don't pay attention to anymore. Um, so that's another thing I like to do is just just listen to the birds and just that alone is so peaceful. Uh, it can really pull you out of your head and, and kind of get you back into the, the present moment. So it can, it can be it could be something that inspires you as well. And that, I like that. That's more fun. But the negative work is, is good as well because, again, that's, we, we, we're dealing with a lot. So um, you can use it for anything. I love that. Well, thanks for sharing all of that with us and answering all those questions. Is there anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap this up? No, I think the, the whole message here is that the wisdom and the, the, what you need to know is already inside you. So the more you can get quiet, the more you can get fluidity in your life. Um, you know, they say stagnant water is, is hazardous, it is uh, poisonous in, in nature. It's the same with us. When we get stagnant, when we get complacent, you know, that's when the problems and the disease start. And so it's, it's about being fluid, it's about you know, being healthy mentally, physically, and then just allowing that innate wisdom to come out of you. And whether that you're getting support from a coach or you're doing it on your own or you're using nature or contemplation, uh, that is a tool that's access that you've always got, or you've always got access to. So uh, keep moving, stay fluid, and there's, you're perfect and there's always room for improvement. Great. Thanks so much, Tim. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we're looking forward to the next episode coming out. If you guys have any questions, you know where to find us. You can contact us or Tim through our website, Facebook, Instagram. Most of you probably have his phone number, but if you don't, just go through social media or our website and we will get you in touch with Tim. And he does these sessions virtually or in person. So even if you don't live here, you guys can still take advantage of this and uh, get to know yourself a little bit better. So thanks again, Tim. Thanks, guys. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube and get a hold of us if you'd like to get our gym emails. Stay in the loop of all things instinct.